Warning, there will be spoilers throughout this podcast. If you have not yet read or finished reading this book, we suggest that you stop here and come back after you have read the book. If you just don't give a shit, then keep on listening. Ready? I think so. We have to remember to speak loud and clear. You two did really good. Thanks. Like honestly, your your things, Mara. Every once in a while, gets really quiet, quiet. which is very odd because it's, it's Mara. So weird. <laughs> she like, like if you think she goes. Like, so, um, I had my thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> You're too afraid of um, what other people think. And you can't be. Who gives a fuck what other people think? That's the thing about books is that you can interpret it any way you want. And that's your Mm -hmm. business. Exactly. That's your God-given right. Reviews are for readers, not for authors. Oh, I don't give a fuck about authors. This is coming from me all the time. All right. Hi. Hello. We are back. I am Nicole. I'm Leah. I'm Crystal. I'm Mara. And this is Literally Obsessed. Well, hello, hi. Oh, we were you recording, recording that whole time? Yes. <laughs> I'm always just recording because that's how you get that little filler bullshit in the yeah, beginning. Yeah, I love that shit. You know what I mean? I haven't listened to any of the podcasts because my... The Fake fan. Fan. The Fake sound, fan. The Fake sound fan. Fake fan. My voice makes me want to throw up. Me too. I, I listen to like, like, so, like two minutes of it and I'm like, no, I can't do it. I, I sound can't do it. so nasally and I sound like I think I'm too cool. I actually have I know right I actually have three books that I was sent arcs of on um like through digital copy uh-huh. that I want to read for an author that I actually um like we now follow each other on TikTok um to give reviews of her books because she's coming out with her I think it's the final the fourth and final book so she wants like on the thoughts all things. So I have those I have to read too. You need to read Quarter Silver Flames. I know I do. Oh, yeah. I know I do. I know I do. Okay, so what were you discussing earlier about. Oh, are we going to do this podcast like we haven't read any of the other Akhtar books? I mean, I I wouldn't want to, like, let's not talk about the other books as we're talking about this book. Okay, right. That's what I want. Yeah, we're only talking about book one today. So. Say whatever. I feel like I feel like if you're not real about your thoughts, it just feels kind of disingenuous. Yeah. So do but whatever you want. I don't want to spoil the book. But the the whoever listens is gonna get a warning that they hey there's spoilers mm-hmm. for this book. We should add a special you know yeah uh, a special warning at the beginning. Hey, we have all read the series. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know these are just our reviews. Some things are probably yeah. just gonna slip. You know? Yeah. Like, Okay, so today we are discussing A Court of Thorns and Roses, mm-hmm. the first book in the Avatar series. Confetti just falls from the ceiling. <laughs> um, 
Um, we will say that all of us have technically pretty much finished this series. Um, so there might be a couple things that do slip from book two, three, and so on. Um, but this podcast will mainly focus on book one mm-hmm. and our thoughts, ratings, reviews of the first book. And then we will have further episodes for the remaining books. So who wants to go first with their um, rating? Um, when was the last time you read this book? Because you didn't reread it. I did reread it, but I remember everything about it. Because this series, like, <laughs> this, this series, like, constantly lives, like, rent-free in my head. Same. It's, like, it is my Harry Potter. Yeah, I didn't read Harry Potter. It's my Roman <laughs> Empire. It's my Roman Empire. Yeah. Empire. I think all day, every day. Yes. Constantly. It's like, yeah, it just pops up out of nowhere, and I'm just like, oh, yeah, let me stay here for a little bit. Um, I, the first book, um, I would say probably like a, a 3.5. It, yeah. what, it was, it was good. Don't be wrong. It was, it was good. It just. Compared to the others that I've read, it honestly doesn't compare unless, like, you read, like, the last, like, what? The last uh, 25% it's of the like book? It's, like, the last know? quarter of the book. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. It really gets interesting. Right, right. Yeah. But, I mean, I mean, I, I get it. Like, we need an introduction and all that kind of stuff. But, like, it, it was really good. It was really good. And I don't cast it aside because I love the whole series in, in general. So, yeah. 3.5. What are, are you just well, I'm so sorry. I can't sit next to her next time. Okay. Because she will just look over at me and just whisper stuff. And I'm like, I'm trying to pay attention. She, I feel like she's destroying her book. No. There. Okay. First of all, like the corner of this was like coming off and I was like, okay. So then I opened this one and there's like a free page. So I was like, oh, okay. This one's supposed to be for each page. It's not supposed to be stuck on there. Oh, okay. <laughs> what did you rate? All right. What's your rating, Mara? You were the one to read it recently. Was that really? Yeah. I think so. Well, Nicole well, finished maybe, it. Yeah. Yeah, just recently. But she'd read it before. Correct. You kind of hopped on later. Late. I was late to the Akatar. Yeah. Um, this was right before we started the podcast where you decided that you wanted to be in the book club. I was a book. I decided to be a I guess there was a couple times where it was like a little slow, but I loved it. So yeah. True. Nice. Crystal? Um, this book is a three for me. Um, I love the rest of the series, um, but I feel like, you know, people have, when I first started getting into like, into this series, um, my friend let me borrow his book and I, I was like, okay, like, yeah, I'll read it. He goes... The first one is really slow. It's really slow. It's hard to get into. It's kind of boring. <laughs> and I was like, okay, well, that doesn't make me want to read the book. So I went a long time with this book just sitting in, in, on my, my bedside table. Like, I didn't pick it up or anything. Um, and it's... My, my thing is, like, I feel like whenever you start a series, if you're telling me that the first book is boring, why would I want to read the other books? Mm. You know? But this book, in in the context of like all the other books in the series, um, 
yes, you have to read the first one. Um, it's not the best book in the series, um, but um, I'm sorry, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> Give me a second. Stop looking at me. <laughs> Okay, it's not just, the, it's just, but you still need it. Like, right, you still need it. Yeah, yeah, you it's, still need this. Yeah, so it's it's not the best book in the series. Out of three, I would recommend it. But I also am not, like, crazy about it. Like, yeah, like, read it. Read it because you have to get to book two. Right. But truthfully, good. if we were rating from just chapter 34 onwards, I feel like I would <laughs> yeah. rate it, like, a 4.5. Like, yeah, a that four. was more than like, it was, was good. Yeah, yeah. Yep. But before that, we'll get to that, yeah. We'll get to that. What about you, Nicole? Um, I'm going to give this book two different ratings. Okay. What is um, that? Why do you keep doing that? I did it because it's... My first one was, like, how I felt and my expectations. And then the second one that I gave... Well, not for this book, but for the other one, was because, like, of how it was Just written. kind of objective. For how it's um, categorized, I guess. Okay. Well, the, I'm going to do them because I'm going to do it how I rated this book when I very first read it without knowing what was coming right, from the rest of the series. Back in, back in when did this come out? 2017? 2017. Is so it you read this, like, when it uh, Yes, I, like, I don't, nobody can see this. Or actually, sorry, this says 2015 on it. Oh, um, yeah. Nobody could see mine. I have the original um, cover to the books. All of mine are that way, except for the... The newest ones because yeah I heard about this book like right when it first came out and was obsessed right off the bat so when I first read this book in 2015 this was a straight five for me 100% mm -hmm. absolutely loved book one rated it a five was like enthralled by it and loved every single thing about it rereading it now and knowing the rest of the series I would rate this like a like a four mm -hmm. four and a half maybe for this book because just like you said, yeah, it's one of those, it's like a slower start right. to the beginning of it. And then the rest of the books are a lot better than this one. Yes. Right. But back in 2015, when I first read this book, a 100% five-star review, right. I was like, this is the best thing that's ever come out in the entire world and nothing can top it yeah. type of shit. Like I was in love with this. I mean, I st I'm still in love with this whole series, yeah, but I was in love with this book when it first came out. Now, are you guys, are you guys, think, like, when you talk about the series, mm -hmm. are you guys including the novella or not? Yes. Because yeah, I feel like that one was, like, the slowest book for me. I I, I didn't love it as much as, like, Crystal loved it, because I, I know it. Crystal was like, oh my god, I love it. Um, it was good, but, like, just the series as a whole. Like I don't, I don't care what anybody says. Like the it's hype, so the hype about the series is so real. Like I, like I know with the whole fourth wing situation, like the hype was intense, and then yeah. me and Crystal didn't love the first book. <laughs> yeah, our expectations were up here. Yeah, <laughs> but for this, for like the Avatar series, one hundred and one thousand percent, it is I can worth the hype. See where people were genuine, like. I don't know. I read books for a fun time, right? right? I'm not reading books to, like, analyze every single thing in it. Right, right. You know, what makes a good book or a bad book or whatever. Like, I genuinely just loved it. I thought it was a fun... It's a fun time. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, when it's a very, like, turn your thoughts off and just, like, read it kind of book. I mean, I think for me it depends... It, like, depends on the book. Like, yeah. like... I also think... Icebreaker was fun time, uh -huh. mind off. 
didn't even think about it. Right. But a book like this to me, or like a fourth wing, like, yeah, the first time I read it through, fun time. I just want to be immersed in the book. I just want to like completely mind blank while I'm reading it and just picture it like a movie as I'm, as I'm going through. Second time though, I am deep analyzing that book and I am looking at every little aspect right. of it and figuring things out and thinking why something is written a certain way. I guess that's, that's I guess that's where we differ because mm -hmm. I'm not like that with my books. Like I've never been like that with yeah. my books. It's more so just like what's going to happen. If it's a series, what's going to happen next? Mm -hmm. yeah. You know what I mean? Kind yeah. of thing. It's not like, oh, I think this is going to happen. Or I think I've never been like the type to like theorize that, mm -hmm. oh, this is why this is like this. The only book that I've ever is literally been fourth wing because of this podcast mm -hmm. like that was the first time i've ever had to like mm -hmm. deep dive or analyze or look at anything because truthfully i just like read it and be like oh my gosh that's what happened in the next book you yeah know what i mean yeah. like yeah yeah i just i'm not i'm the same way like i read books for entertainment yeah. and for not not for like and, and, and I just say that, you know, I they don't get entertainment out of, you know, exactly. analyzing it. Oh, I get entertainment out of it. Yeah. No, mind. for sure. I just say that, you know, I'm not trying to say that people who, like, analyze books are, like, I'm better than people who analyze and annotate books. Like, right. I'm just not, not Everybody trying. Everybody does it their I'm own not, way. Right, exactly. right. Exactly. I'm just not trying to, like, get anything else out of the book. Like, I want to read the book, seal it in my memory forever, and then that's that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, of course, of course. Okay. Well, going on to this book, um, anybody want to start? I do. Okay, yeah, go ahead. Go speak up. Sarah's family got me effed up. She's the youngest. <laughs> She's the youngest. The youngest out um, of all of them. You know, I um, spent so much time in this book thinking that Pharaoh is like the, the, old, the, the middle, middle of like right, the oldest. Right? I thought Elaine was the youngest. Yes, that's yeah. that's what Elaine was getting. <gasps> like, what's youngest? We'll get into mm -hmm. Elaine the later books well, yeah <laughs> i got a lot but uh, she's literally the youngest and they have her out here in the freezing cold mm -hmm. hunting mm -hmm. and then she still has to come home and prepare the meat skin it do whatever cook it and then she still has to go and sell it and her sisters are trailing around just trying to get money from her like let the girl buy some paints <laughs> i think I think they, I mean, and, and Feyre was really young when, like, her mother died and, like, their father lost all their wealth or whatever. Yeah. And so I think Elaine and Nestor are used to a different kind of lifestyle. Oh, definitely. Um, right. And they just don't know how to cope with, like, suddenly we're living in, like, a little cottage and, like, you know, we don't have shack. servants. Well, it's a shack. It's a shack. A shack. Um, and I think it was, I think, I don't know, I think they were trying to cope in their own way. No, it wasn't right. Right, but like, but I think they're traumatized too. Whereas oh, big time. Farrah didn't have enough time to adjust. Right, to she just was there with Yeah, exactly. She kind, she had to survive. Otherwise, she had to fight for everybody else. Otherwise, none of this family would have survived. Mm-hmm. I just don't think it was fair. Like you know, her mom making her like, making her promise, and then. I think people say crazy things when they're about to die. Well, yeah. True, but I also crazy. think there's something her, sketchy about her mother. Uh -huh. Her mom, like, definitely. I feel like she saw something in Thera that she didn't see in the other two. And so that's why. Because usually it's, it's the oldest. If I'm on my deathbed, I'm going to tell my oldest child 
to take care of the other siblings. Yeah. Right. Why True. are you going to go to the youngest and be like, make sure you take care of your sisters and your father? Like, no. no so my thought on it is <gasps> I think, I think Feyre's mother had fairy blood in her bloodline. I Where think is this theory come so. Okay. This is not the first time I've heard it. So there, page ten, there is a mention of high fey blood in human bloodlines. Uh-huh. Um, there's also multiple instances that are brought up um, of people saying things about her mother, and it just kind of not making sense as to why it would be said that way. Uh-huh. So there's a mention, and I believe it's Tamlin says it to her on page 87, that, um, or no, sorry, 79, didn't your mother tell you about us? Why would he say your mother? Right. Why wouldn't um, he just be, didn't they tell you about us? Why didn't none of them tell you about us type of thing? Mm-hmm. Didn't your mother tell you about us? And then there's parts where she, like, page 46, she recognized the power of magic in her bones. If they've never had magic, if it's always been like a fairy thing, how could she somehow recognize the magic in her bones unless it was some sort of like primal ancestral instinct of hers to realize that there was was power in her bones? Well, yeah, you're right, because this is I recognize the power deep in my bones from some collective mortal oh. memory and terror. Mm-hmm. It's like a... Yep, and then when she, um, uh, where did I write it down? When she, she talked to the, I believe when she talked to the Surreal, Mm -hmm. um, the Surreal said something along the lines of, there were stories about, um, I want to say it was a woman, a human, a human woman with fairy bloodline or some shit like that again why bring it up yeah what was the point of bringing it up there has to be some sort of like connection and then there was just things that like to me it was like why word it that way when you could have worded it other ways like um page 90 ancient voice in the back of her mind would that be part of the fey bloodline that was like telling her certain things like keeping her her safe almost mm-hmm. page 96 says something about human senses. Why couldn't he just say senses? Mm-hmm. Like, type of, like, you know what I mean? Like, it was, I don't know. It, there's something to me that just says, like, her mother had some sort of fey in her. Unless she saw, in on, like, coming to the same point of you, Mar, like, she saw something in Feyre that Nesta and Elaine didn't have that was more fey right. than the other two. So she knew for a fact Feyre was... And if you think about it too, kind of like almost a play on her name, in this Fay, Feyre, I don't know. It just, it makes, I don't know, it makes logical sense in my right. mind. and I wouldn't put it past Miss Mass because um, I don't know how the heck her brain works. Oh my God, I don't but understand But I, the way that she has like just built this whole universe mm-hmm. and they are somehow all connected. Mm-hmm. I, so I wouldn't put it past her. No, I wouldn't put it past her at all. She thinks so thoroughly about her books. There's little things, too, that I've also, like, again, for rereading this, this was, like, the fourth time I reread this book. Just rereading it again, little things that I've I've noticed foreshadowing to the future. Mm 
Yeah. Like, um, I literally have them all written down here, the mentions of Starlight or Slash the Night, before she even met Reese. Yeah. Before any of that ever happened, just, like, making it, like, like, foreshadowing of what was going to happen. Right. Page 15 is the first one. She literally paints each of her and her sister's dresser drawers. And hers is, 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 is the night sky. Yeah. She paints the night, like, out of all the things she could have painted on her dresser drawer, she paints the night sky. Right. Come on. The, the lake slash pond thing that her and Tamlin go swimming in was starlight. Yeah. Foreshadowing again. Um, the wine filled her veins with starlight. Uh, the will of the whispers are like moonlight. Right. And then her ceiling turning into the night sky if she looked too long. Like, there were just so many little things in there that once you reread it again, that you're like, wait a second. Maybe I need to be better at analyzing my books. <laughs> you see, like, she's, she's a totally different author for me that I feel like analyzing, you would get something out of it. Like you mm -hmm. wouldn't be able to find some theories in there that are, like, corresponded with some, you know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. it's just all inter and all interconnected in such a, I, I just, such an extensive way. I don't yeah. even, I don't even know, I don't, I know, I can't comprehend, comprehend how mm -hmm. she does it. Well, that's why I, f I feel like this, those mentions of, of night and starlight and all of that, right. was just even more proof that that mating bond between her, I mean, I know it's not mentioned in this book at all, but it's just more foreshadowing to the next books. Mm-hmm showing you that that bond was there way, 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 way long for. Yeah. Way long for. Whenever she went to that one thing. Cal and I. Yeah. She literally hears, I said, is it Reese's voice? Page 184, the voice telling her to go to Cal and Mai, was it Reese's? Because mm -hmm. there was literally, she said there was a voice in the back of her head that was telling her to go there. But yeah. I don't know. I also really think that, I feel like, personally, when I first read this book, and then read the other stuff. I felt like I was so stupid. <laughs> because, because, like, like truthfully, you know, because we get the answers at the, at the end of this book of what happened in the spring court. Yes. And, mm -hmm. You know, with the mass and stuff. But, like, in my head, I'm like, oh, okay. Well, if that's the rules of, of what's the place called? Pro, pro, Promethean? Prometh. No. Perithian? Perithian. I was like, whenever she um, kills the wolf... You know what I mean? And suddenly this beast shows up at her house and is like, oh, you have to come and serve your sentence here at the spring court, but not as like a slave or anything, but just to enjoy your time there. Like, mm -hmm. I it, okay, listen, listen, in my head, I was like, okay, like, right. I, my family gets to live and I get to live. Right, my exactly, days, like, exactly. So I, I felt like going back, like once I got to the end, I was like, yeah, that's so, like, I was so dumb, but like also... I've never really been in, like, a fantasy book before, so I was like, okay, well, what are the rules for this? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So maybe that is what it is, but then come to find out that's not. That was just all made up just so they right. could get a human there to fall in love with Tamlin. You know what I mean? So, like, to break the curse. I and just, like, one of the things, too, and I, I, I was literally reading it before, page, page 250, Luci Lucian literally says, I thought you were smarter than this, when, like, he was telling her that, that she should have, like... That was when they were, like, sending her back home. Like, so they were really expecting... Mm. And I'm no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But they were really expecting this this stupid, 
because she has no education. Right. She's got no schooling. She doesn't even know how to read. She doesn't know how to write. And they knew that because they had seen her in the library, like, trying to figure out how to say, like... (laughs) Fucking ball I and think bullshit. Stupid is the word. I'm Not stupid. But like she's uneducated. This uneducated, very like in a sense feral girl. <laughs> she's feral. She's hunting in the forest for her food. Okay, but she was feral. She would have just eaten eaten the meat raw. Let's give her more credit than the guy. Did they cook it? Because I could have swore the they first. They cook it. They made a stew or something. Okay, but like she's. I she's think she's not trying to say that. I think she's trying to say that though. They she, thought she was borderline, like right there. Okay, like she's just this skinny, I think slutty just girl. Uneducated. I, I think she was sheltered, sheltered in a way that like um, nobody put her there, but it was just like a matter of her own. Of circumstances that she couldn't control. I very true, but they they thought that this she girl. Was not over I, would, I would say underprivileged compared to her sisters. But her sisters are in the same situation that she's in. I know, but they they, 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 they had, had they, an education yeah, of some they sort. They had all of that, and then it was taken away. And I think it was taken away before they it was know tried. how. They yeah, like they know how to do it. Well, yeah, she well she even said like her mother didn't even bother putting her in school. Yeah. Like, she literally says that at one point. Like, before her mother died, like, they didn't even bother putting her in school. So she got none of it, like, when she should have gotten it. But what I'm trying to say is they, like, Lucian and, and Tamlin literally expected her to understand these hints and these clues that they were giving. Right. And, and it was just one of those things where it was like, well, then she just, was never going to. You know what? They part. were just dumb for thinking that anyway. Why? Well, yeah. I mean, was it a part of the thing? Like, could they have just told her? No, there was. It was part of the curse. They couldn't say. They couldn't. They couldn't give her any sort of like. This we are cursed, and there's masks on our face, and you have to fall in love in, with Tamlin to break it. They couldn't yeah, say that. That was part of the curse. You know what this brings me back to is that part in Under the Mountain. I think it's the second trial. Where she has to figure out the riddle. Oh my god, yeah. Oh, she's like, oh, one plus one equals two. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the door I'm gonna go with, or whatever it was. Yes, yes. yes. It was the lever, the lovers. She yeah, had yeah, lovers. Yeah. Oh yeah. my god, she goes, yes. yeah. And Tamlin, like, draws a little heart. Like, that's, exa- that's what it, that's what you talking oh, about her. She is, she is naive. She, she is. She has no yeah. logical sense. Like, there's nothing. Like, she has. She has. She's been in survival mode for yes. so long that it's just. Throw like, her in the woods and yeah. she'd be perfectly fine. Right. Put her in front of, like. A book. A book. Oh, she is just <laughs> over. She's done. Fuck. It's over oh, for her. Okay, well, I love you, girl. Oh, I love you, girl. But, <laughs> like. Yeah. You know what? So, I don't know. I just. I, like, back to that point. Like, I. Like. Yeah, you look back at the at the beginning of the book and you're like, oh my god, like I feel so stupid. But it's like, they're Tamlin and Lucian are, are a little. Well, I, there's well, something not it, not clicking up here in their minds. They say that they had been trying to do this forever. For, yeah. for, it was 40, forty years. Forty nine years, fifty years, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Like they were getting desperate at this point. They're mm-hmm. just like, hey, you know, this is the first well, one that's killed the wolf. Well, maybe let's, that's what, let's go. Yeah. Maybe that's what Mass was trying to do, right? Make us feel like like we were and just like they <laughs> we were we were really just went, whoa, like, right over whoa, our heads. Right. She's just 
so funny because the whole time she's just trying to escape. And like, <laughs> she like the rules of this like fairy world, like they know where you are, girl. Yeah. Like or or um there's one part where Her it, it, she tur- it turns out that everybody that it lives in the spring court has just been glamoured, so she there were gardeners out there like just watching her be like the fuck is this bitch doing (laughs) and then Taylor just catches up to her and he's like where are you going (laughs) (laughs) you know what I want to pay what what do they call those things like the never mind no what No, no I genuinely like describe them no, like, I know what they're called. It's like a... Do you? You want to pay what? Like, not like an underdog. It's like something similar to, like, an underdog. Like the... Anyways, I'm just going to not say the word since I can't fucking think of it. But the surreal. The surreal? Yeah. My man... I have a specific word um, for it, but it's like you like he's so underappreciated. Yeah. He is, and but yeah. But you so don't know it at the time. Yeah. You know. I mean, I feel like you kind of do. Like, first of all, I think he wanted to get. Didn't he want to get caught or something? Well, no. That's the real. Like you, you. She didn't catch it. You, yeah. Once you catch it, it'll it'll tell you anything you want to ask I it. I feel like he um, wanted to get caught. Well, I feel like it's one of those it's one of those types of creatures where it's like, yeah, if you don't catch me and you just run across me, I'm gonna repeat your fucking shreds. Mm-hmm. But like, if you catch me, bitch, we gonna sit here and have a discussion because I just wanna spill all the tea. Right. Like he's that kind of he, she, it is that kind of creature. I feel like they- in this book, yes. I will 100% say I loved him. Yeah. I, it was one of those things where I started out and I was like, oh, this man, oh my God. And, oh my, definitely, definitely. Like, kicking my feet while I was reading, like, oh, he's so cute. Like, oh my God, look at him, they have chemistry. It's adorable. Like, you know what I mean? Loved him. Loved him I know in this you book. felt some kind of way about Tamlin. I... I was like like half and half. I think there was 
I mean, I started reading this book because I seen it on TikTok, and then Nicole was like, Noah, yes, I've, I've read it, and it's so good, you have to read it. Uh-huh. So I was like, okay, and then you said you knew about it, yeah. but you know, you haven't like that, yeah, I haven't read it. So I was like, okay, let me do it. So mm-hmm. I did, and I know I've heard so much, I didn't see any of the stuff about what happened, you know, with Tamlin or whatever it is for the mm-hmm. rest of the series. But, like, I kind of had an idea that a lot of people didn't like him because I kept hearing them call him, like, tampon or, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I was like, so I asked somebody what that meant. And I'm like, why do they call him tampon? And he was like, you'll find out. Yeah. And I thought, <laughs> I thought it was going to be some kind of, like, like nasty. Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. I don't want to know. I know. So I was, like, I was, like, 50-50 because, like, I... I thought he was genuinely really kind, you know what I mean, for what she did. She killed somebody that they obviously really cared about, but he was also being nice enough to not force her to be, like, a slave of some sort to, to him in his court or whatever. Um, but there was just, like, a little, like, even without the help of anybody, just, like, there was, like, a little, like, this is too good to be true kind yeah. of thing. Like, this is, there's, there has to be some sort of consequences for what she did Right. You know what I mean? Like, I was kind of confused about, like, where it was going. Right. Um, because... Like, what is she doing here? Why does he need her here so bad? Right. You know? Right. I mean, he does... And why he does he, kind of, kind of, like, talk to that point, though, of, of why there were no consequences for her killing oh, Andras. Yeah. On Andras? 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 Um... Basically, he says that like his sentinels or whatever they're called, mm-hmm. literally like volunteer themselves, and they know that there is that possibility that they are going to die for the point of getting a human girl mm-hmm. over to the spring court yeah. to to break the curse. So that was kind of I think why there were no consequences for her because Andros knew they all knew. Well, yeah, he was, like there was that, that possibility he was going to die. Right. Man, they just ate that man. <laughs> no, they didn't. When you think about it, he No, she left him there. She oh. she she took the deer, the deer and she skinned him. She skinned him. So I mean technically he probably did get eaten because he probably got eaten by like wild animals. Um skinless but like yeah no she she okay. skinned him and then sold his pelt That's to the mercenaries. Yeah, my sisters were like, oh my god, we're gonna get some money. Mm-hmm. But anyway, to go back to Tamlin, uh-huh. a fifty fifty. I was like, there was a part of me that really wanted to be like, okay, this he's a great guy. He's yeah. gonna this is this is our love interest. This is you know what I mean. He's gonna save the day somehow. But there was yeah. just always a little bit of like. Like, I don't know, like, I just, there's just something about it, don't give me, man, don't give me, I don't know. I don't to him. Yeah, right? And plus, I don't care for a blonde man, so, you know, it's alright, we need the dark hair. We need the dark hair. I felt, I could not figure out what people were, like, taking their panties off for this man. Because he was just so boring. Yeah. He was boring. There was really, like, no depth to him. At least, like, you know, uh, up until later when you find out a little bit about his backstory or whatever. But even then, even then, I, I like just I didn't care. I feel like it wasn't enough for uh, us to truly, like, care about You know what I did really like was Lucian. I 
Yes. I love I love Lula so much. I feel like Tamlin only gave her the paints to shut her up and to get some peace and quiet. I oh, think he yeah. heard about her. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I do. do. I, I do. do. I, do. I, think I just think he doesn't know how to treat women. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. I think, and I guess this is going to dip a little bit into book two, uh-huh. in a sense. Um, I think, I... Okay, <laughs> <laughs> Mara. <laughs> um, yes, do I think Tamlin cared about her? Absolutely. Yeah. I think, though, that Tamlin couldn't see what was actually right in front of him. Mm-hmm. And the fact that I know he didn't want to because, like, she was technically the villain or all this shit. I wholeheartedly believe that Amarantha was Tamlin's yes. actual mate. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. 100%. I, yeah. I believe that. I mean, it just the way yeah. that things worked out. And I know, like we said, we're, we're only talking about book one here. A little dip into book two. Um, the, the, he throws a whole fucking tantrum afterwards. Mm-hmm. He goes into, like, this deep depression and I don't think it's the fact that he loses Feyre to, to Reese every, you know, once a week, every month or whatever mm-hmm. it is. I think it's the fact that his true mate died. Right. Hmm. But, like, I don't know how this whole mate thing works. Like, what, like, yeah, we see it later on in the series, but, like, the depth of which it really is, because we know, oh, you can't talk about it without talking about the other books. Um, but like, how, like, what, what, what would that even like look like for somebody to lose their mate? You know, mm-hmm. obviously, obviously, he denied her as yes her, you know, as his mate. So like, I don't know, I what think. what is that doing? to their soul, I guess, like to their. Mm-hmm. I think that's why. But I mean, if you think about it, like Tamlin is a very moody in some instances unhinged type of character and i think that's a lot of the reasons why he is because he's one denying his mate within the first this whole first book right um and then ultimately his mate dies yeah so he it just makes to a very distraught type of personality but can you feel that like i want to know oh like, i bet he can like, the depth of which this this mate thing like goes you know mm-hmm. what i mean like we know for a couple people but like i'm saying for like oh gosh i want to say so much stuff right now but i just I, well i think <laughs> to me i think one of the things is is yes he's feeling all of that but in his mind it's not because it, it's in his mind, yes, he lost his mate, but he's thinking his mate is Feyre. So in his mind, his mate didn't die. He's just losing his mate to somebody right. else. But how do you not know? Right? Like, how do you not? I think he knew and just didn't accept it. Or I think, I know we're talking about book one. Um, but it, it, it bleeds a little bit into book two after what happens under the mountain. And I think he is traumatized. I think he is afraid of losing another person, and I think it kind of causes him to be possessive of Farah. And I think Farah is also traumatized in the way where she's like, I don't want to be held down ever, ever again. And I think they're just looking for opposite things. Mm-hmm. You know, they're both trying to control each other in, 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 in a different kind of way. Right. It, 
do you guys think that if Under the Mountain never happened, like, where would Feyre be? Yeah, would she be with Tamlin? You know? Oh, I... Well, I mean, yeah, spoilers, but yeah. 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 You know, would she, um, like... I don't think she would have ever been with Tamlin. I honestly think Reese would have... I honestly think Reese would have gone out because even before everything happened, he says that he sent a picture of the night sky. He saw her painting. But mm-hmm. he does mention that he wanted her to be happy. Yeah. And that's why yeah. he didn't interfere. And plus, let's he did not even officially, like, it clicked for him. Yeah, until right when he was after, standing right in front of Yeah, until so it was after Under the Mountain. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, mm-hmm. yeah. You know? Where maybe maybe they eventually like maybe that eventually would have clicked, but it would have took a lot longer mm-hmm. had not under the mountain. Not I think happened. we're bleeding too much into the other books. <laughs> <laughs> Just um, a little bit. I. It's so hard not to. It is yeah. hard not it to. It's so hard not to. Yeah. No, I wish. I wish that she would have gone deeper into like the whole mates thing because in my head I'm thinking of like the wolves from Twilight like they're mating <laughs> like how they like look and it just like it like it kind of clicks right um but I don't know like I honestly don't I don't think like from my perspective I'm, I'm not trying to argue I really don't think that um Amarantha was his mate because like Reese lost like he like lost his absolute shit when he heard they would die. And I don't understand how if they were like if they were what's it called? If they were mates, how Tamlin could have killed her. I I think because I feel like it would have had a more drastic Yeah, I don't I don't think they a more drastic um effect on him. I do think they were though. Because I know listen, I, I know because I know in the mass universe there is something else. What else is it called? It's not just mates. There's something else. There's something else, and I forgot what it's called. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Um, they talk about it. Yes, and then it's even more so than what mates are. It, like, tropes mates. So, like, I I, I know that that mass has even talked about, like, mates can be denied. Just because you're mated does not mean, like, it. you're supposed to have this, like instant connection right. and like kind of mm-hmm. thing i know there's what i can't remember what it was called but there's something else in the mass universe that is not mates that tropes mates and it's like it's so much more of where it like no matter what even mates couldn't keep you apart mm-hmm. you know what i mean i just don't know, I don't know what it's called i don't i know what you're talking about yeah they mention it in the book yes like it's 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 I, apparently it has to do with like throne of glass series in there and a little what bit of like, like it's not this book like crescent city too apparently so mm-hmm. we want to talk about the under the mountain sequence yeah yes because yeah, this is when that book starts to pick up pick up for me right chapter 34 so bored so bored the rest of the time i think it was interesting like i loved the visualization of like the spring court or the people in the spring court lucian's introduction um it's the I first time we get any kind of Right. I don't want to, I, I don't know, in my opinion at least, like, right. it was, you know, I remember dragging through the first, like, three quarters of the book, and then we finally got to, like, near the end, that's when I was flipping pages like crazy. Yeah. 
Yeah, I believe chapter 34 is the beginning of Under the Mountain. The, sur the not the surreal, what are those things called? The, the adder? Yeah, it got, they found her in the tunnel and mm -hmm. was like dragging her. Yep, into, into the, the throne room. Yeah, I just, I thought... Did anybody else no, figure out her riddle before the end? I knew what I knew what her riddle like I when the first time I read this book like I knew the answer to the riddle right away and I'm sitting there the entire end of the book screaming at Feyre uh -huh. that I'm just like oh my god this is the answer like it was just to me it was so blatantly no I'm just obvious I guess like I'm just like literally just reading until I get the answer like I'm just like no. It did not. I'm being honest. It did not cross my mind, like at all. It was one of those things that I was like, ah, okay. And then I'm just sitting there, like, bitch. I mean, I know you have no education, but like, come on, bitch. Like, come on. Well, what was everybody's first thoughts of Reese when we first met him at, at Cal? I thought he was an ass. Oh, I thought he was an ass. Oh I hated him. Hated him. Yeah. Even even in in under the mountain, like. I mean, okay, yeah, he's sitting there helping her, but I was like, mm, what's his end game? Right. What does he actually want? Right. Like, he's going to sit here and, like, trick her into doing something yeah. stupid. And then the fact like, of, like, dressing her the way that, you know, like, mm -hmm. parading her around. And wondering why he kept her, like, so sedated on that, like, that fade drink. I think it was just so she didn't yeah. know what was going on. Right, so it, right. like, wasn't one of those, like traumatic memories for her yeah. afterwards exactly because yeah. like in the moment you're just like thank you such a douche you mm -hmm. know like he's just mm -hmm. just like and she's barely like clothed in anything yep you know what i mean around all these different which like things. was that necessary yeah i don't know well i mean i get i i get it because of the markings that she had all over her body mm -hmm. so no, he knew if anybody touched her exactly you like like I mean? when he caught her and tamlin in that little like yes. closet basically yes. exactly. and then fixed her paint with his magic and yep. exactly. took it off of tamlin so that like tamlin wouldn't get in trouble yep. where it's like why the fuck do you care about but i get it he wanted her to be happy but like god damn why didn't he just I don't know. I feel like he had that one little moment with Feyre and like he just didn't kiss her. You've got nothing to say. Exactly. Nothing. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. Right? Like, or, you or like hide out of the mouth. Yeah. <laughs> or, yeah. Like, like I haven't, sorry, I haven't looked at you in the eye while you've been down here. Sorry, I haven't spoken up to Amarantha about anything that she's done to you. Like, no, just. Like, what would happen if he had? I don't know. No. True. I don't know. At the end of the day, I feel, and and you'll find uh, our listeners will find that I'm a little bit of a Tamlin apologist, but at the end of the day, he was trying to keep himself alive too. True. I you mean, know? yeah, true. But still, I don't know. I feel like I, I do agree that there are more risks he could have taken. Yeah, I just think uh, if I was in that type but of search. truthfully, I don't think Amarantha would have killed him. No, I don't think so at all. she did already kill him at this point. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, they're, like I really don't think... She Hence loved reason, him so much. That's the reason why me and Nicole like, think that they were mates. Yeah. Because like, she truly wanted him to accept that bond. Mm -hmm. Like, forever... Like, she's wanted Tamlin. Yeah. So, like, she would not, she would not kill him. Now, his reasoning, 
maybe was like, oh, if I show that I care for Feyre or that I, I care at all mm-hmm. or any sort of emotion, like Amarantha is going to attack her even more and mm-hmm. like torture her even more. But like in truth, like in truth, like she was going to do it either way. Mm-hmm. So like you ain't doing nothing, buddy. Get her up out of the mountain. Like yeah. you had every opportunity to, you should have did it. So no. It also pissed me off too when, when, I mean, okay, I like Lucian, but a couple of the things that Lucian has done in this book, mm-hmm. you're a fucking asshole. Um, like when he, he is a coward. Yeah. He's a very much a coward. Yeah, yeah. Um, when he told her how to catch the surreal and, oh, if you're in any trouble, just scream for me and I'll be there. And then the Naga come out and like start chasing her and she screams for help. And where's Lucian? Nowhere to be found. And he yeah. literally tells her afterwards, like, I hesitated. I'm sorry. You hesitated. Bitch, what the fuck do you mean you hesitated? I could have died. (laughs) And then, like, after the... Which... The worm. Did anybody else picture the (laughs) worm in Spongebob? Oh, I love that that's a collective thought that everybody has. That's all I pictured was the the worm from Spongebob. Yeah. That's it. But after that scene, and she, like basically breaks her arm and like cuts oh, it open yeah. and she's like dying of an infection yeah. and like Lucian's just nowhere to be found she just never shows up and then finally here comes Reese and there she makes her her little deal with him and gets her little tattoo marking and then Lucian again I'm sorry I couldn't get away Sir, I would have been dead on the ground. Yeah. Like, are you kidding me? I'm all upset me? at her for making a deal. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, I had no she choice. Didn't die. That's she it. didn't. She would have died. Yeah. Them all. Like, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. He's just like, yeah. I love him, but he's a dunce. What is like, he so afraid of? I don't know. I mean, his family tried to kill him. Very true. And- <laughs> Crystal's like, so? Does that every Tuesday? <laughs> <laughs> um, Crystal's like, it always happens to me. What's his excuse? I feel like that's like, I mean, that's genuinely gotta fuck someone up. Like, yeah, the people that are supposed to love you the most and be there for you mm-hmm. try to kill you. Yeah, and then you're you're in a court that you don't even belong in. Mm-hmm. And then, but then on top of that, like, then Tamlin went and murdered what two of his brothers. Mm-hmm. So. Um, another thing under the mountain that kind of confused me. So, Andros Andros dies Mm -hmm. from being shot in the eye by an ash arrow. Mm -hmm. But Tamlin lives after being stabbed by an ash dagger. Confusion? Wait, um, that was, that was like the whole theory about that, right? Because about being stabbed, like... Like, I'm just so confused. Like About here, right? Like, yeah. Like the- and I mean, like, I get it. His heart was made of stone Yeah. type of thing. Like, that was the whole, like, she figured that out at the end. Like, his heart was made of... But still, like, it. he still got stabbed with ash. Right. Shouldn't there have been something that happened? Like, I don't, I don't know. Right. Unless, I don't know. Unless because he's high... High Lord or yeah. whatever it is, like it, it doesn't affect him. I, I, it just confused me at that point. I was like, 
How does one of them die from it, but the other one is just like, meh. I bled a little bit, and then my magical healing power allowed me to heal up, and right. I'm fine. The ending of that whole chaos thing, I still felt like Amaranth needed to get a worse death than what she got. Yeah. I, I thought I don't remember. Uh, like Taylor like pinned her to the wall. Oh, sorry. Yeah. And then didn't he, he ripped her throat out? Yeah. Yeah. He ripped her throat. Sexy. Yeah. I wanted Reese to handle that, to be honest. Well, I mean, I Reese. Reese Taylor's fight to win. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, especially, yeah, the first book, for sure. Yeah. Because, like, at that point, you really don't got a good sense of, like, who Reese is and, like, what mm -hmm. Reese is and anything like that, so. But I knew that. I knew that that point mm -hmm. in which, um, when they're standing out on the balcony mm -hmm. before Reese leaves, I... I knew that had to be some something, mm -hmm. like something for him to just kind of like stumble back yeah. and like, yeah. you know, look at her stumble back and then like before she can like even see he's gone. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was like, oh my gosh. Like I just, oh, I want to talk about book two so no. bad. <laughs> oh my gosh. But yes, yes. I, I knew that had to be something, something. And towards the end of it. Mm -hmm. Towards, like, at the, whenever Pharaoh was dying, you know what I mean? Whenever mm -hmm. she was, like, literally dying, and then you heard Reese screaming, mm -hmm. it was just like, you don't even know her like that. Yeah. Like, yeah. what's going on? Oh. And I was like, the fact that this guy is showing so much more emotion for her than what Tamlin is, mm -hmm. that really just, like, sealed the deal. Yeah, it really did. I was like, okay, there's something about this. This man here, this high faith, there's something. Oh, yeah. You know? One of the things that I, I tabbed in here when you were talking about the end with him leaving and them on the balcony, this confused me, and I don't remember, I can't remember if it's talked about at all in the next book or anything like that. Um, so it literally says, um, well, goodbye for now, he said, rolling his neck as if we hadn't been talking about anything important at all. He bowed at the waist, those wings vanishing entirely, and he began to fade into the nearest shadow when he went rigid. His eyes locked on mine, wild, wide and wild, and his nostrils flared. Shock. Pure shock flashed across his features at whatever he saw on my face, and he stumbled back a step. Actually stumbled. What is it? I began. He disappeared, simply disappeared, not a shadow in sight into the crisp air. What the fuck did he see? Like, what? Why was he so like? Who? That was the that was Reese. That, that was the, the mating bond clicking into place. Oh okay. Yeah. Yeah, they talk about it. In the, okay, okay, okay. See, like I said, it's been yeah. so long since I've read all of no, these no, that I'm sitting I there like, like, what the like, fuck? I could um, <laughs> recite the second um, book. What was it? Chapter forty-three. Not, <laughs> not, not forty-four. Was it forty-three? Right? It's forty-three. Is it forty-three? Not. Not. Oh my gosh! I love that. That. That, that made me cry. That, oh, the second book made me cry. I love it. Ugh. I love that. See, that's why I said it's been so long since I've, I've read. I guess it was good for well, me to reread it. how far are you in A Court of Miss and Fury? Like chapter two. Girl. Well, because I read, I, I had to read The Wicked King, and then I finished the other book that I'm going to talk about oh, for my okay, little yeah. book report episode. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah. It's so good. It's so good. I oh, yeah, so, don't get me wrong. I forget. I remember. I remember bits and pieces of things. Like I remember the whole story. Like I can right. 
tell you what's going to happen, but I can't remember like the littlest details. Oh, That's yeah. where I'm like completely oh, yeah. lost. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I just, I think it was so beautifully written. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh. oh, she is an amazing, 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 amazing yeah. author. Like I say it all the time when I tell people about this book and they've never read a Sarah J Moss book before. I literally let them know, like if you like reading to where it feels like you're watching a movie because you're like yes. picturing it in your head yes. she is 100 percent the author exactly. for you i was trying to get my husband to read this book and he was like no what if you just read it to me and i was like okay mm-hmm. so you know what so i started reading it to uh-huh. him and i think we got maybe about like chapter five he said it's so interesting because i feel like i can see it like i yeah. can mm-hmm. see it playing out and I was like, duh, because it's so good. It's yeah. Like, like, she writes it to where it's just so easily, under I mean, easily understood, but also just, like, easily enjoyable and, like, just, I just eat this crap up. I yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's just... It's... All praise to Sarah J. Mass. Yes. Uh, she, I don't... Hail our, our queen. Yeah. Very good friend. Very good friend. <laughs> yeah, very good friend. For real. No, she is such an amazing author. And just the fact that... I don't even know if she's there and plan. She has to plan this stuff out. Oh, yeah. But just the way that she plans out what she's going to write and how everything's going to connect into each other is otherworldly. I really don't know how she does it. Exactly. Because I can never... I am so excited to... Which, if there are more in the series, yay. Um, I believe there's supposed to be two two more books. But... I am excited to read Crescent City because I cannot wait till we get to that point and I want to read Throne of Glass even though I don't it's a really long series but I it is a very long series if they are all interconnected in some they, they way, yeah they are like it's this I am just gonna enjoy going through this entire universe and like like this is one series that I will 1010% like pick apart because like I know I know she's already thought of it yeah she's already thought of it so like Mm -hmm. my theories are just like oh whatever like she's already yeah you know what I mean yeah you guys are gonna read through the class oh yeah I've already started Assassin's Blade yeah I read Assassin's Blade I didn't love it I um, it. It's I just, it. I mean, it's, I really, I feel like Assassin's Blade is not supposed to be the type of book that you're, like, yes. like into like that. It's more of just information for you to have. Right. It just felt, I don't know, we're not talking about Assassin's Blade, but I just didn't feel connected to these characters. And I, I know think, it's, yeah. I know it's, like, a handful of, like, novellas or whatever, but I feel, I really feel like I should have started with Throne of Glass, which I've gotten into Throne of Glass I believe, I want to say Throne of Glass is completed. Yes. yes. That's a completed yes. series. Mm-hmm. Supposedly there's two more books in A Court of Thorns and Roses and one more book coming out in Crescent City. It comes out. And then the January. entire universe will be 100% complete. Oh, I don't want it. I know, right? <laughs> but I just I just want to get to Crescent City like quickly because of the fact that I know that they are, like, they are yes. connected to the Actar series. Mm-hmm. Just because, like, some of the POVs are... What city is um, Crescent City in? Mm, never read it yet. <laughs> the one thing I do know about Crescent City that I have heard a lot of people talk about that makes it a little bit difficult to read is it is a high fantasy book set in the 21st Modern century. Times. Yeah. So they have cell phones and they have things like Maybe that. And yet, yeah, yeah, it's so, a little yeah. hard to get into, but that's why it's, like, the last 
books that you should read within this universe. Yeah. Yeah. Any more thoughts on the Quarterstones and Roses? I don't think so. I mean, I, I'm always excited to reread these books, so I'm excited to jump back into book two mm-hmm. and then talk about that one soon. You know what I do want to talk about? Feyre's dummy self give it a name of an actual person. <laughs> oh my god! Oh yes, my I forgot god. about that! That is wow. another moment where you're just like, oh my god, Feyre's an idiot. <laughs> She's just like, my name's Claire Better. <laughs> and then she gets back to the human world she's and she's shocked. like yeah she's shocked to see my girl have you learned nothing girl have you learned nothing from being in this world her like, whole house burns down her family is dead inside and then she gets to under the mountain and claire is just like stapled to a wall <laughs> and decomposing then like, and then she's like oh my god like girl you really like, oh didn't god, know that you knew that girl was real she come was on like, now i can't believe i did this <laughs> see a lot of my like I see a lot of myself in no. Nesta like no I would die for her I would die for Nesta I would not I would yes I would die for her I like there is some oh there's something just so beautiful about spoilers <laughs> the <laughs> ASMR of spoilers no, she has it, right? no. no 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 I'm just saying I just think she has a lot of character Oh, yes. I think it is so... Her arc is just... Oh, even in... But even in the books... Even in the books that I've already read, even though I haven't read Silver Flame yet, she had character development in those books. Like, she just becomes so much of a... Of a... Semi-better person. I've read read all the way up until Silver Flame. Silver Flame is the only one I haven't read. There's something I want to mention about Silver Flame that's, like, kind of, like, not even important. We're so bad at podcasting. We are! The stairs. The stairs... Racks me up. Huh? Oh, oh yeah. why? Because um, she uses a like, lot of stairs and she'll go down and then she has to climb them all the way back up when she gets up. I know. Um, well, no, he says it in like the he says it in the book, so technically I can um technically I can tell her. Uh-huh. Um, the house of was the house of wind. Yeah, the house. Ten thousand steps to get to yeah. the bottom. Nesta. Nessa's dummy self is like, I'm gonna try to take these steps because I want some alcohol. She gets to like 500 and she's like, like she's like crawling up. <laughs> <laughs> and then she like fucking like falls down them at one point. We'll talk about this when I just silver flame. Yeah, this is what I'm talking about. It's hard to talk about just one book. It is. I think <sighs> I would argue that Nesta loves Feyre more than like. Yep. anyone else loves yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I mean, you. Oh, I'm sorry, but yes. you can you can see that in this book. You can yeah. see that in book one. Because right. okay, at the end of it... Nothing has ever pushed Nesta off her ass like quicker yep. than like her being taken yes. by this beast man. Yes. Yep. And she, she, Nesta was so headstrong that the glamour didn't work on her right. and she knew where Feyre was. She yeah. knew all of that. Yes! And yes! Yes! yes. Oh, oh my god! I just don't, like, I, 
I will go to bat for her any freaking day. I won't go to bat with her. I will go to bat with her because of what she did in Silver Flame. But maybe you just like I don't know if you're grasping the concept right, of exactly. like Is how that, like how just like did you? I, I know she did something wrong in Silver Flame. Yes. Did you consider that maybe she made up for that? Yes. <laughs> with what she did at the end of Silver Flame, no. I. Okay. I think you're. I see you guys are talking a losing battle here right now with Mara. Yeah, I, I just. I. We can't talk about Silver Flame because Nicole hasn't read it. Nope, we can't. We're not at that. We're only at, we're only at book one. Oh so. my gosh! I will, that would take way too much. Of you. <laughs> we're talking about Silver Flame. Uh, and this is why we tell you spoiler warning at the yes. beginning of every. Yeah. But no, what what you were saying, like I said, I don't think anything has ever like pushed Nessa like her sister being. No, her. not at all. And, you know, even if it was just like, oh shit, we lost our source of income. Like, yeah. you know, it's still something still forced her to like go yeah. and look for her sister. Yeah. Nessa's Nessa's mind is just so like like so shielded that like glamour didn't work on her. Like that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. But like, that's insane. Yeah. It that's she, that's yeah. She saw through all of it, you know? Yeah. She I feel like I personally think she loves Elaine more. I feel like she loves Elaine more than No, him. I think she Oh I think I think anything for either one of her sisters. Yes. Yeah. I think she just outwardly shows more love to Elaine. Than she does to Pharaoh. I think it's because she and Pharaoh are too much like each other. Yes. Right. She and knows she knows how strong Pharaoh is, right. and I think that intimidates her. Yeah. Right. But she knows Elaine is fragile. Elaine is the one that, if left alone by herself, would legitimately fall apart. Would wouldn't know how to survive, wouldn't know how to take care of herself. So that's why she needs to show more of that outwardly love to Elaine. Right. But she knows if it came to it and Feyre was all alone and had nobody else but herself, she knows for a fact that Feyre would be able to take care of herself and right. survive. Which still doesn't justify it. No, it doesn't justify it at all. You know, that she's allowed her sister to, to go through. Um, but that's just, like, for later development. Like, it's just... Yeah. I will... I will fight. I will die defending Nesta. Yeah, same. I will fight defending I'd rather decide. Oh my god. She's the everything. Interesting. Put me on my misery, please. God damn. No, this is a Nesta fan club. Oh yeah, for sure. I think Nicole, I think you'll be... Oh, I already love her. She's already one of my favorite characters. 100%. I think you'll, like, oh my gosh, you're gonna be like... You're probably cry so much in that one because it was probably. she. Oh, that was, that was beautiful. It was beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> it was so good. It was so good. I don't know how. I mean, I guess to each their own, right? I just don't know how you let that one being like, wow. Yeah, because I think that's. I was just. Oh. Not, not entirely like, fuck Nasa. Like, I. I have major things that she did in that book and one of them was good well they were both good but one of them she did with like the intention of hurting right. and that's right. that's what pissed me off right um, but she does a lot of things with the intention of hurting exactly so how are you guys gonna go to war over someone that does that because, because she, she has trauma yeah like she, she has she works through it right you know? 
And she, that, that's, that's what it is. Like, somebody can be a horrible person, but they acknowledge that they are a horrible person in the process of trying to get better. And that's what she did. Like, you know what I mean? Like, she acknowledges the fact that she is absolutely bitter and ugly and mean when she shouldn't be. And the fact that she tries to be better. It, we can't fault her for going back to what's comfortable. Right. But at least she's moving forward to do something better. Do you know what I mean? To be better. It's those people that know that they have bad intentions, but be like, mm, no, I really, I, I, right. I don't. Like, I'm not, I didn't mean it that way. You know what I mean? Whenever it's like that. When they can't acknowledge what they've done. You know what I mean? I will, I, I'm telling you, I will fight for her. Don't you look a therapist? I'm just sitting here listening. Group therapy. Group yeah. therapy session. I mean, everybody can have redemption. You know right. what I mean? And I feel like she has, like, she has redeemed herself. I just need a little bit more redemption. But I feel like what she did at the end of the book was, like, super, like, it was major. Yes. yes. It was, was major. But I'm just like, this book was, like, 700 pages. Like, yeah. There's, there's. God, damn. Like, give her some time. I, I know, that's why like, I'm hoping... And I'm not saying like I just I wouldn't go to war for her. I, I feel like she needs. <laughs> I, I feel like she needs. She needs to atone just a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Maybe walk those ten thousand steps a couple more times, and I'll be good. <laughs> Damn. Okay. But she's she's getting there. I will acknowledge that. This turned into the silver flame so fast. It really did. Like the end part of it. <laughs> um. All right. Do we have any more thoughts on A Court of Thorns and Roses? No. No? I don't think so. Okay. So I think that's it for this episode. Um, As always, it will be posted on our Instagram. So go ahead and head on over there if you have any thoughts, comments, concerns about A Court of Thorns and Roses that we did not touch on. Um, Follow us on Instagram. Follow us wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, rate review subscribe to us it would mean a lot and we will be back in two weeks with another episode bye bye bye, bye. bye.